Welcome back, everybody, to the Awaken Project Podcast, and thank you so much for joining us on this final episode of 2020. I am Stephen Wagner, one of two co-hosts for the Awaken Project Podcast, and joined today, join me today, in the flesh again, the one, the only, the legendary, the handsome. Wow. The handsome again. Thank you, Steven. Come Thank on, you. man. Listen, you got the whole Adidas fit going on today. You got the I hat. Do. You got the jacket. You got the sneakers. You are a spokesman. I just got to put it out there for That's, you. Hey, thanks, man. So. Yeah, Adidas. Ad- it's Blake, everybody. What's going on? <laughs> uh, Adidas is uh, mine and my wife's brand officially. We've decided. Okay. So we went from Nike in college to Adidas. Was there a, a signing day or something? Did you have a whole press I, come out? and? I wouldn't say it was a signing day. However, I would say it was like this realization that Adidas clothing is killer, and we like it a lot. Okay, then. Also, well, I think actually the biggest thing is their shoes fit me well. That's okay. I have a wide foot. You do have a wide foot. Yes. I <laughs> so that I, was a, yeah. that was the victory. So it was like all once right. they once they had a shoe that fit, it's like, all right, we're in for the clothes, we're in for the hats, we're in for the not underwear but socks, you know. We're in for the full night. All the outer stuff. Well, I mean, I think, let's be real, whenever people are trying to figure out, all right, am I going to be a Nike person, an Adidas person, an Under Armour person, if that's a problem that you have in your life, well, you're talking about the outside. You're not talking about what's underneath. <laughs> that's so take whatever sermon metaphor you need out of that. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So I used to be just a whatever I have type of guy. You know, yeah, well, I'm still whatever I have type of guy. Out of boy. I mean, listen, Attaboy. thrifting. Shout out to my thrifting people. Yeah, that's a, that's the real move right there. Yeah, I I thrift oh. sometimes, but not as much as I did. So I I think that's because don't mean to go off on a tangent, but I think that's because the clothes smell so bad, and y- I can never get the smell out of them. So okay, so I was gonna say, Blake, you know, you own a washing machine, right? Yeah, well, you can yes. use that. I know, to but get the I smell can't out, but get okay. this. I, I, I don't know what it is. I just feel like my shirt's always nasty, and it doesn't smell. I mean, I'm not against thrifting. If I find a killer shirt thrifting, I'm going to get it, and I'm going to wear it, and I'm going to you know, deal with the smell. But right. I'm not not on it 100 anymore. So Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I guess. Well, so I live in thrifting capital, USA, in Alexandria, Minnesota. <laughs> People, if you consider yourself a thrifter, you need to, need to, need to come up to Alexandria, check out the Goodwill. We have one of the best, if not the best, in the country, and a couple of that we got. Uh, Clothes closet, absolute jam, Krupp keys. I mean, there is the amount of things that you can get for legit discount prices that are still pretty high quality items, like the jacket that I brought in today paid like four dollars for that thing wow it, yeah and it's a it's a nice thick like wool on the inside uh flannel jacket on the outside at clothes closet like come on now that's legit though i think uh well when i worked at camp i bought one of my favorite shirts at that goodwill well there you go it's a parrot shirt still have it still I think. Oh, I know your shirt <laughs> talking about. Yeah, that is a good shirt. My wife hates it, but I love it. Oh, it's it's a move. Thanks, dude. It's a move. I it's a good that. One. Yeah, I agree. Um. Anyway, Stephen, you're here. I am in here. Michigan. You're out here chin chilling. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, so Blake and I this week we are making a video. Actually, we're recording this episode one, and then two. 
a little bit more importantly because there's a deadline, a bigger deadline, I'd say, <laughs> for getting a video done that we're going to use to promote our uh, gap year program. Yeah. With Quake's uh, virtual Quake happening February 27th, if you know anybody that's interested, spread the word. We'd oh, love Steven. to have them there. Look at you. you hey, I'm making phone calls for him, just trying to get the word out, you know. You little so, promoter, you. It's Saturday, February 27th. If you got nothing else going on and you know middle school, high school youth that just want to see a pretty dope event. Between Terrence Talley speaking, you got Bread of Stone, Worship, you're having an improv group coming in. It's going to be a legit event. Yeah. Just saying. I'm excited for it because it's, it's a new thing that Quake's doing, but it sounds like they've collected the data that they need to, and they're going to make this thing as cool as it can be. Yeah. Well, for a virtual event. Game on. I'm pumped for it. Yeah. So we're going to be making a little promo video for the Awaken Project for that event. So that's why I'm out here. And yeah. also, so fun fact about Steven. Oh, for boy. The, for the last eight years, and this will be year number nine, I have spent New Year's in a different state. And so I'm going to see how far along to 50 I can get with each each state. 50 years, 50 wow. different states <laughs> for New Year's. And listen, I'm already at, I'm at nine. That's pretty I good. Only, like, in year 24? Almost 25. Okay, so by the time you're... So I will be turning sixty-six. 60. I will be turning sixty-six. If through, you keep this up, if I keep this up for year fifty. Okay, so let me ask you. Yeah. What is going to be the hardest state to get to for New Year's? So I think the hardest one is honestly going to be Alaska. Really? Yeah. Just because it's so far away. I think it's yeah because it's so far away. Okay. And because like okay, listen, like if you're telling me I need to go to Hawaii. In December, like, <laughs> say no more. I'm there. No problem. But, like, Alaska for New Year's Eve, like. That's going to be cold and be, dark. Yeah, and, that's going to be literally, like, we're going to we're gonna show up. We're just we're going to do, like, the Iditarod or something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Save that one for, what is that, 66 and a half or whatever you got? Yeah, something like that. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. But, like, Michigan's going to be number nine. That's cool. And I've already, I've already hit three time zones, too. So I only have I've I've yet to do the West Coast. I've been to the West Coast, but have yet to do the West Coast for New Year's. That's so that's interesting. Yes. We're living in the future right now compared we are to the West Coasters. The, so if are. you're on the West Coast, shout out to you. Well, something we, so when I was in The future isn't that bright. <laughs> <laughs> well, now no the the wildfires are over, so yes, the future. Oh is, yeah, yeah, so that's true. That's, that's true. that that is a praise. Thank you. We're glad that you people are not burning alive yes. at this point. Um, but it is weird when you go farther back in the country, far the, the farther west you go in the United States, and let's say you're like me, all your friends are in the central and eastern time zones, and then everybody texts you like, "Oh, happy New Year, yeah!" And then you're sitting there at like it's 11 p.m. and you're just like, "Bro, still like we haven't gotten there yet. Like, I got another hour." <laughs> it's like, cool it. But yeah, it's funny you get you get the first wave, you get the East Coast people, yeah. it's 10 p.m. and then you get the Central Time people. And then finally, I guess if you have any mountain time people, that's when you finally get it. So I can't even, I can only imagine. It's a 9 p.m. Pacific time. You already got people that are like, Happy New Year. Like, bro, still yeah. got three hours. They haven't, even, they haven't even started the concert yet. I don't know. Right. That's stuff that I like to geek out about. If you're sitting here and you're like, Steven, I literally could care less. Well, guess what? That's the kind of stuff that I find super, super engaging and entertaining so just bear with me here dude but well way to go i'm glad i could be number nine you know what i'm saying number nine well the state of michigan the state of michigan is number nine 
So, all right. Have you planned for next year? Or are you still waiting? Bro, literally, this trip, I planned this about two and a half weeks before it actually happened. Have you celebrated oh. in Minnesota yet? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wisconsin? No. <gasps> that's an easy one. That's that an could easy be one. 10. Yeah. Or well, the Dakotas, actually, because that's going to be yeah. even closer to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, North Dakota would be the easiest to okay. get to. Far- so. Fargo? Maybe uh, Fargo? Fargo? Possibly. Fargo, North North Dakota? Kind of. Fargo? That's how they portray it on the, the st- stupid show. I haven't seen it. Fargo. No. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah no, the, the, let's see, in reverse order. So we got Michigan uh, this year, then last year, Georgia, year before uh, Ohio, and then... Testing your brain here. Yeah. Ohio, and then Florida, then Minnesota, then Pennsylvania... Then Utah, then Illinois, then Colorado. I think that's nine. That's ten, I think. Hold. Michigan. Reverse order. Michigan, Georgia, Ohio, Florida. Oh, there it is. Utah, Minnesota, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Colorado. That's the order. Okay. Second order, that is correct. 100%. Okay. I, I, fl- I got Utah mixed up with... Uh, Minnesota, but we're good now. Okay. I so. think you named 10 on the first round. You at least counted out 10 on your fingers. I counted nine, bro. The first time around, you counted 10. <laughs> we can't go back. We can't time. go back. It's over. It's over. Maybe it's maybe it's nine on the recording. Uh, Who cares? All right. Well, anyways. But uh, <laughs> that's cool, dude. It's uh, that's, that's definitely a Steven thing. That is a very Steven. That's, it's fun cool, fact. though, man. That's unique. Not many people would have that sort of dream or goal. So, well, I mean, I didn't even like, I didn't even start intentionally doing it until like year six. And then one day I had to sit down. I realized, oh my gosh, (laughs) I have, (laughs) I have somehow successfully put myself in a different state for New Year's every year. Every year. That's killer. I could actually like make a streak out of this. Even if I get to like, like at this point, like double digits, that's pretty cool. And then like every, just every year that I'm able to do this is just like, wow that's really cool mm. you know and i don't know one year i there there is a good chance that just one year like it's just not gonna work out yeah you know like gotta at some point like yeah i gotta have wife, to get it kids yeah like wife kids like yeah all like, like let's say like all i have left is like oklahoma <laughs> alabama and west virginia and west virginia Ugh. yeah hey honey can we get a babysitter so i can drive down to alabama <laughs> for new year like what yeah which not like, gonna happen like if anyone's listening in alabama like no offense i mean i guess you go to gulf shores that's cool yeah that's yeah but otherwise I don't, yeah. football seasons well if there's alabama will still probably be playing in the national championship we'll see right we'll right. figure it out anyways all yeah. right blake how much time have we killed doing that little oh bit? man 12 minutes oh jeez. <laughs> oh no hey so this uh this episode might be just a little bit longer this is actually the first episode of 2021 Believe it or not. No, when's this this one's coming out in 2020, I think. No, man. It's when's the it first out? Friday. The fr- uh, first it it's Friday. It is coming out. Okay. Yeah. I don't know so my dates. We're there recording on Tuesday. It's the 29th. 29th. Um, 30th. Yep. Friday. Okay. Yeah. So this January is the first. first episode of 2021. Yep. Uh, so this might be just a little bit of a longer episode because we're going to reminisce a little bit. We're going to talk about some past episodes that uh, we've recorded this year. And then also in addition to that, just some do some self self-reflecting uh on some things that we've learned throughout the year of 2021 as well um we're not going to sit on how 
awful 2021 has been or 2020 has been because people have already done enough of that on Twitter and YouTube and you can find that pretty easily. So we're not going to do that, but we're going to do a little bit of self reflect self reflecting. Um, so we're pumped that you're here listening with us uh, and to to kick it off. Steven's got the list of shows pulled up. What was the first episode of 2020? All right. When so everything was golden and bright. All right. So the first episode of 2020 that we released was here we go. All right. First episode of 2020 that came out in 2020, not just recorded in 2020, was da, 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 why I can read dates, I promise. Okay, so technically, 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 David Blackstead's accountability episode is the first episode that came out in 2020, January 12th, to be exact. And then we had another great stretch run with Dave Wallen, Sports and Faith, uh, Hubie, oh, Hubie crushed it, mm-hmm. February 7th with Prayer, and then Lucas Tuttle, an underrated episode with Betrayal, February 21st. <laughs> so a great stretch run to start the year. And then we had our tap update, February 2020. So that's that's actually, people listen to that decent amount. Um, why? I don't know. We just kind of talk about what's that going on with the Awaken Project. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it was all logistical stuff, and people listened to it. So, cool. Thank you for that. And then we got into stewardship. Which oh, man. That was, uh, that was an interesting series. It I think was. that that, w- that one was interesting because... The idea was healthy, but I do think looking back on it, it was maybe we bit off a little bit more than we could chew Hmm. in terms of offering like a truly unique and worthwhile perspective. I think what we said was good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I think stewardship is something that like I think about someone like Dave Ramsey, who has a lot of experience in the financial world. The reason why he can offer that is because he's been doing it for decades. Right. You know, and so... But Maybe. at the same time, I don't know. I th- I thought it was decent because stewardship just isn't money, you know. It it's is. It is. And we, I mean, we talked about purity. We talked about time. I thought we yeah. had a lot of, a lot of depth across a couple different mediums for sure. Right. Um, I just maybe think about more so like myself personally. Here's part of my self reflection, <laughs> is that through <laughs> stewardship at least I was like, yeah, I think I said what I had to say. I just wish I had more experience behind the topic to offer for this series, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. So. I'm I'm right there with you. I think we could have gone deeper and even uh, shared shared more with it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then so we got our we got a tap intermission. And so this is kind of <laughs> at this point we're on April nineteenth. And so at this point we've been in COVID times for almost a month. Yeah. And so at that point, Stephen is slowly slipping into a transatlantic depression in Spain, and Blake is also moving from Florida to Michigan or starting that process. That No, right. that happened in January. Oh, that's right. That already happened. Mm-hmm. That's so right. I think this is when so you got the news that you... Yeah, well, my pro- yeah. so my program was, was yeah completely online, and I was like, all right, I don't know if I can be here anymore. And so, what did, let's see, we can read the episode description. That's why we put these things here. <laughs> Good and faithful listeners, we wanted to take a moment to inform you all about our current plans for the podcast in this episode, as well as the Awaken Project overall. We were taking a short-term intermission from the podcast in order to work on some other opportunities for TAP. We will be back new and improved, hopefully come, ah, you know what was going on here? What's that? This is when we thought we might be able to launch oh, the discipleship yeah. program fall. this year. Yeah. So we're like, yeah. yo, we should take a stab at this. Turns out COVID was going to last a lot longer than any of us realized. <laughs> so that didn't happen. Yes. But we were actually working on some pretty 
heavy stuff. Yeah. I think in terms of tap. And also we at that point too, we were thinking about, you know, how do we vision for the podcast? Because we hadn't really done that before. Right. Right. And so we just took a step back and looked at yes. what was happening. Yes. And it is it is interesting to see how the numbers that we have with the show, they do tend to ebb and flow with how often we are putting Posting. out content. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we've got like our growth is weird because you've got we have two massive spikes mm-hmm. in our numbers. We've got one kind of over actually right over winter break or transitioning from twenty nineteen to twenty twenty. We got up to like hundred and twenty three episodes a week, which for us that or hearts are hundred and twenty three plays a week. Mm-hmm. Which that's not bad. Like for yeah. two dudes yeah. that have next to zero influence <laughs> <laughs> we're just i mean like we're don't, just don't, couple don't, guys don't get me wrong like we're not, i mean we're not like we're not schmoes <laughs> but it's like we don't have any particular influence outside of just our normal circles right you know right. so for us that's that's not bad and then we also we also have another really big spot i think it's like 145 is our peak in terms of plays per week about eight months later hmm. so we've had a couple just, oh, we're doing really, really well. And then, oh, we're going to drop back down to like 70, 80. And then, oh, we're going to go back up. Oh, we're going to come back down. So we haven't figured out how exactly that that cycle works. But it is interesting mm-hmm. to see kind of how the rest of 2020, as as we slowed down, obviously plays slowed down. And then as we pick back up with consistent content, they came right back up. Right. So I don't know. All but you listeners, you like consistency. You are part of the statistic it's true consistency is is a real thing so and we have the numbers to prove it yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no it's it's true so um if you haven't listened to i would say like tap intermission um i would i would say like go back because there was a lot of information there and it's kind of kind of cool to hear about it but then also the next episode was what's to come that's a good episode so to listen to as well um because that's when i guess we realized uh, I mean, I think we still thought that we were going to launch in the fall. Yeah. But we also realized that, you know, we might need to take a different route uh, in case we can't. Um, and in addition to that, I believe we were given a generous gift to start filing for our 501c3. Yep. Um, so that those are those are two pretty important episodes. If you're wondering, like, what's happening and, you know, where we're at right now. Um, sure, we explain it in recent episodes, but... Uh, those two kind of go more in depth. If you're looking for information that's specific to the ins and outs of the Awaken yeah, project yep. versus just trying to listen to a quick little mini update on the front of another episode with actual content. Yeah. So. Yeah. But then we have House Party. That was fun. Yes. That was a ton of fun to record. That, so I think, no offense, Stephen, but that was probably my favorite episode to record. That I, was, it, was, it was a good one. That was uh, yeah. with our friends at From an Open House. Also, um, shout out to Abby and Jamie. Yes. Shout out to the, your episode of 10 uh, Tips for Healthy Roommates. Yes. That I, one was killer. That one, I was listening to that, and I was like, I I, need, I needed this episode. It's the I exact know. episode like four years ago. I know. Yeah. I, uh, same, same, man. Yeah. I was like, where were you? When I was in college, well, and I like I had Jamie. Particular, Jamie was my team leader when I was on Youth Encounter. I had Jamie in my life, and I knew Abby too. Okay, I just needed we needed to put a microphone in front of it. Yeah, face. Like, come on. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, so yeah, June House Party that was a ton of fun, and then ah, cancel culture. Cancel culture. This was a good episode. This it we was. recorded we recorded this episode right where we're sitting. Yeah, now. we did. We did. We did. 
Yeah, and cancel that one, culture was good. And I think what was cool about cancel culture was that was the first episode that I think we actually did some legitimate research for the episode. And I think it shows in what we talk about. Yeah, I think there, there's a be- there, we have a better depth and uh, firmness, let's use that word, to, to the words that we're using because we actually took the time to make sure we're saying appropriate. Right. And I mean, not that we're like sitting out here like spreading conspiracy theories or anything, <laughs> but I think with with some of these episodes too, that was something that we kind of talked about in a little in our break. Was like, I think we have an we we could do better in terms of the back end research mm-hmm. on what we're talking about. I think cancel culture was the first episode that we did that. You know, yeah. So, yeah, I agree. And then episode twenty nine, we got Corey, Corey Robinson crushed it. Yeah, that was a that was a great episode and getting and her perspective and yeah. Hearing her heart, that was that was a great one. Yeah, and then we go into three episodes of pop culture Christianity. Christianity, yes. And so this is when we went into. Let's see. Well, this wasn't Rhett and. Well, this was Rhett and Link and yeah, um, John Steingart, all those guys. Yeah, we stretched this out to three episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it, I think the sec- second episode. Ended up being really long, so we were like, okay, we need to cut oh, this. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah. Uh, make it into a third one. Yeah. So 46, 38, and 36 on the episode links for those, which are very digestible versus one that was like, I think it was like an hour 10. Yeah. Which, yikes, not not quite that one. We had to chop it up. Yeah. And then we go into some interviews. We had a nice little two-part series with uh, kind of election season coming up with the Declaration of Dependence and uh, Kingdom's Comparison with Todd Miller and Ben Sides. And those two, just from a personal perspective, I've I've known Todd and Ben for a couple of years now, and they both I, just like low key have dreamt about being able to record a conversation with both of those guys for a long time. And it's like, oh my gosh, I can do that like two months with both of them. <laughs> like this is great. So yeah, that was it. Just personally, that was that was a treat for sure. Yeah. Um, and then Jane, Jane, singleness, Jane and singleness. Which shocker that episode is doing really really well. Which when you put an, uh, an an episode on a podcast about singleness, when the podcast is focused on young adults, <laughs> everyone's gonna <laughs> listen this to that. Sucker is like, blowing up. Everyone's like, "Oh, they're talking about me." <laughs> oh my gosh, God, listen. And Jane's also fantastic. So like, there's that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we got Andrea, which I think what I love about Andrea's episode was just how consistent she was in balance balancing and now i'm using the word balance sorry jane um like here's where she was at but then also like here's my considerations for dave here's how i love dave and it was a, it was a it was a really really cool back and forth between the two it wasn't solely focused just on him or just on her it was truly a partnership which i think is a uh, a forgotten about perspective when it comes to relationships in particular marriage that's mm. just me so mm-hmm. And then we get into we get into Blakey Poo's world here at the end of 2020. I'd say <laughs> these these last three are your brainchilds with influence, and then two episodes are worth the wait. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, kind of the the spark for those were um, honestly 2020. I, I'm just gonna be real. Like, yeah. I think that this year has been more influential in our lives than we realize because of uh, being quarantined and we're just taking in information nonstop. Uh, and then in addition to that, like patience and, and waiting for what uh, Jesus really has in store for us moving forward. So yep. 
that's what that's what inspired that. Yeah. And here's one point. So kind of trans transitioning gears a little bit, and we'll, we'll we'll work our way back to the episodes. Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> we'll work our way back to the episodes. But something that I feel like I've noticed on my social medias for the last couple of years is you look up the week before New Year's, maybe even let's say the month before New Year's, and everybody's it seems like everybody's posting some variation of the following bit. 2020, 2019, 2018, whatever the upcoming year is going to be. This is my year. It's going to be a year of prosperity, of just absolutely insane success for my business, for my academics, for my personal life, for my whatever. Just this is going to be my year. And then I read those things. I'm like, okay, good for you for the optimism. But what is it about the calendar changing from December to January and maybe the last digit or two of the number changing that's all of a sudden your fortunes are going to change, you know? And so why not, like, why can't that change happen between, let's say, April and May or August to September? Right, You know, right. And I, I think something that 2020 d- did to all of us was, and uh, shout out to all of the, here my air quotes, profits, <laughs> that say, oh, this this is going to happen. This is going to be such and such, whatever. How many of y'all called the racial tensions that we had, COVID-19, any of y'all see that in your crystal ball? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. You have the crystal ball again. The crystal ball. I <laughs> I think, I, for me at least, I I used the crystal ball metaphor just because I think it sums up the 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 supposed mastered mysticism that mm. I feel like a lot of us have, yeah, or that we want to claim that we have when it comes to what's going to happen in the future. When in reality, like nobody knows, right? Absolutely, right. nobody knows. Yeah, you know, and this year has proven that. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I have seen a couple of people that, and this is, again, this is just again what I feel like I say this in like every episode, but this is these my two cents here. You're listening to this podcast, hopefully because you want to hear this. If not, like, listen, I totally get if you just click the, the pause button and then delete this podcast forever off your phone, that's fine too. But my point is that I think there's a little bit of a healthy trepidation entering into 2021 because we kind of caught ourselves in like 2020. This is like, we got taco, we got Cinco de Mayo, which is going to be on a Tuesday, which is taco Tuesday too. We got Christmas and new year's on Thursday, Thursday and Friday. And then you got an extended weekend after that. Halloween's on a Saturday. And like, this is just, this is the The year. year. The calendar's set up the right way. Like everything is happening for us. Mm -hmm. And then it did. Yeah. Nothing went our way, you know? Right. And so shout out to Blake for <laughs> having three episodes. It kind of started to sum up like, hmm, the, is that like the way that we are currently viewing our world, you know, is it the healthiest for us, hmm. you know? Yeah. And hopefully going into 2021, and there happens to be a calendar change that helps us get into that mindset of resetting, mm-hmm. you know? Of all right, are we approaching this the way that we could maybe handle another pandemic? Because guess what? This probably this will not be the last pandemic. Right. Will it be during our lifetimes? Who knows? Do we know? No. Well, and the pandemic doesn't end just because the calendar switches over. Exactly. So this is I mean, it's going into twenty twenty one, which is a crazy thought to think about, but at the same time it's it's a reality. So um but yeah, you're right. I mean, I think that's uh that's a crazy thought to will we experience another pandemic in our lifetime you know i mean it could happen right right no matter what like we we don't know what the future holds well uh moving along what uh 
let me ask you this, Stephen. What is a setback that you've personally experienced this year, the year of 2020? You really want me to keep talking? <laughs> and then I'll and then I'll go. But okay. just I, right. I want right. you to. Okay. I I I know I'm putting you on the spot. Right before we recorded this, I, I came up with these questions. So I was like, let's add a little bit of personal into this. Um, no, that's good. That's good. So. Yeah, I want to know what are some uh, some setbacks, or what is? Let's just go with one. What's like the major setback that you that you've experienced in 2020? Well, I mean, the the first one that immediately comes to mind was my t- first two months of COVID, as I mentioned earlier, was in Spain. Yeah, and yeah. so when people talk about what COVID was like between like March, April, and May, the beginning, I have no concept of that, no frame of reference, no nothing, and when I think about kind of what I had envisioned for my life kind of going through the summer and then rolling into what I hope the fall would be, you know, I was going to finish grad school in Spain and I was going to get super tan because I guess that's something that I really like. And then, you know, like degree is great and I have all these great friends and my Spanish is just going through the roof, you know, and my family comes over and they get to see my Spanish life. They meet my people, all that kind of stuff. And then maybe travel around Europe a little bit more, come back, take a few weeks off for the summer, go to Mount Carmel, have a great week of camp, and then move up to Alexandria. And I'm just freaking rolling. Like, life is great. We're having the time of everyone's lives right now. And it's truly like all the once-in-a-lifetime memories are just one after another after another. And then I – so something for me, at least, that I really had to grasp was, like, I've never been someone that's necessarily struggled with – mental health stuff Mm -hmm. and that's not to say that i'm immune to it certainly not yeah but and and again okay one not immune to it two i truly legitimately think i'm not trying to stuff anything when i say i just i haven't struggled with it a whole lot. i don't know i just that's not that's, that's never been the vices that i particularly have had to deal with but for the first time in my life when i was in spain i legitimately had to figure out and talk to people about all right how do I take care of my mental health in this season? And I'd never done, I'd never had to do that before. Mm. And it was kind of an eye-opener for me, at least. Of I maybe, maybe even though I didn't think that it was necessarily a problem that I'd never dealt with this before, but that I still had to learn how to cope with it. You know, maybe there was a subconscious immunity that I thought I had, when in reality it just, you know, I yeah. experienced it later than others. You know, so that right. was something that I had to work through for sure in 2020. Yeah. Huh. But dang. Yeah. Dude, that's that's heavy. But I feel like a lot of people well, not I feel like a lot of people can relate not to the experience. Yeah. But I do think like we all have those events in our lives. Right. Like I'm thinking of the high schoolers that I've talked to or uh, the um, college athletes that they couldn't finish their seasons, you know, yeah. and the high schoolers, like they didn't get to see their friends and they didn't get to gra- have a normal graduation with all their friends because this thing hit. So they had it lined up like it was going to be the perfect year and then it, it just didn't happen. So yeah, yeah, man, I think a lot of people can relate to that. And uh, I don't know, your, yours is large scale though, like <laughs> being in Spain and uh, grad school, this is it. Like, man, I'm pumped. And then here comes this little pandemic. Yeah. yeah through me. Emphasis through. on little, the yeah. unseen. Well, uh, quite literally, yeah. Yeah. So, so but anyway, all right, I'm going to gonna take a step back <laughs> here for the microphone. Blake, <laughs> what was your one setback from 2020 that you think was uh, worthy of being the one setback? Yeah. Shoot. I think uh, 
I think over and above everything, it was um, not. Uh, how how do I say this in in the right way? But uh, not being able to experience the new position that I was called to to the fullest. So I wasn't when I when I came to the church that I'm at. I came mid January, and then I got I, I just started getting into the like kind of nitty gritty of the job before everything shut down. So I came in. I was learning systems. I was learning, you know, about the culture, and then boom, everything stopped. And so I feel like I was, I, I genuinely feel like I was robbed of um, what could be. And I, I don't know, I, I, I don't know that, but I, I feel it, if that makes sense. It's kind of a I, hard, hard way to, hard thing to explain. Well, I think in one reaction maybe could be, and this is theoretical, but that you had these expectations for what you thought the job would be like. Right. But right. I do think you've had enough experiences across workplace cultures where you're like, okay, I know as a part of a team, we do this and we experience this and we mm -hmm. team build with this. Mm -hmm. And you never got that. No, none. None. Didn't get that. I also, I mean, I know a handful of people at my current church, but uh, I don't know a lot of people. And I haven't been able to uh, really invest deeply in relationship. And that has, uh, that's something that I feel like has hit me pretty hard, actually. In the recent months, like, I just wish that I was able to actually uh, connect on a deeper level with students, with my leaders, with uh, members of the church, and actually um, invest in their lives and also have them invest in mine. So, yeah, I think that that is the, the biggest setback. I haven't been able to experience my call to the fullest. Um, so moving into 2021, as much as like going back to the, what you were saying, like how people think this is going to be my year, whatever the page is turning. But I think for me where I get upset too, and maybe this is a setback before it actually happens is like, nothing's going to change as we know it, you mm -hmm. know, like people, people might say, you know, 2021 is coming. Thank goodness the pandemic's going to end, but it, it's not. So still sitting in the position of not being able to um, gather as a community like, you know, we should be not being able to invest in relationship as much as I should be, um, because most of the stuff that I do is in person uh, is just a setback in itself. So that's that's hands down the biggest setback of 2020 for me. Yeah. Well, and it's still happening right too right that's kind of it hasn't I mean, ended well and like when you talk about like oh what was this in this year what would like usually when people do these year in review kind of things if most of the stuff is done you know, right you're right. able to, you're able to talk about it post whatever and mm -hmm. you're still going to have to live in this reality for another <laughs> five six months probably right yeah you were, talk, you were saying at dinner tonight that this probably won't the, pan the pandemic won't be fully over until what june June, yeah. So, yeah. And we're... That's what they say. That's what they say. So, and I think it's... I think it's important to to consider the perspective of not returning to normal, considering how many people out there don't want to go back to normal. Mm. Because their reality before this was awful. Yeah. You know, whatever that may have looked like, just, you know, 
scraping by with whatever they could to survive. Yeah. And then this pandemic gets, and I'm not saying the pandemic necessarily helped them. I mean, every, if anything, I, the, the, I feel like one of the common gripes that I have on my social media feeds is that everyone's like, oh, like all these rich people just got even richer from the pandemic. Yeah. You know, that's like, <laughs> right. that's, that's the big sentiment right now. And I'm talking more so on a, on a social level, but that hopefully a lot of the normal that we used to have no longer is the normal moving forward mm. in terms of how we interact with one another, treat one another, because we realize a lot of people before all this stuff came up, their normal sucked. Yeah. And so yeah. hopefully we can grow out of that and move towards what normal should be versus what it was. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. So we talked about setbacks. What, uh, what's one way that you've grown this year? I mean, there's probably multiple, but I mean, um, just kind of little things off the top of my head. I, my Spanish got a lot better. <laughs> like I, yeah. there are still moments where I, like I'm able to either like Tony, my old host dad, like he'll call me and I can still have a conversation with him. So every now and then I'll still dream in Spanish. So that means I'd still have some decent remnants oh, of the language, cool. which is, yeah. So that's pretty cool. You've and, learned and how to cook. I've learned how to cook. Yeah. <laughs> I made a fantastic pesto bake couple nights ago it was fantastic homemade pesto homemade pesto oh not the pesto i apologize oh come on i'm working does it count if it's not homemade pesto folks let us know does steven's pesto bake actually count <laughs> as a real meal steven did not make the pesto I'm anyways curious. how did you make it all right so i had my masa chili pasta i had my pesto i had my mozz cheese i had my parmesan cheese i had my italian sausage threw some of that in there too and so got my noodles, I got my pesto, I got my cheeses, I got my Italian sausage, put it all together, put some seasoning on top, baked it for about 20 minutes. Really not that hard, but man, oh man, was it good. Good, good stuff. Oh yeah. Dude. So that, that, was, a, that was a good accomplishment for, for me. Are you, I, are you Italian at all? No. No? But you no. love Italian food. I love... I love Italian. I particularly love Mediterranean food. So one of my favorite meals of all time, I was in Morocco and I had dinner with my buddy Benaya at a Lebanese restaurant in Morocco. And let me tell you, oh my gosh, that was killer. I had couscous. Okay. Yeah. Like, and so Morocco, that's like, Morocco is part of Northern Africa. So kind of an extension of the Middle East, that kind of culture, that kind of food. And I was blown away. Nice. So I love I love Greek food. I love um, love Lebanese food. I love anything that kind of rounds the Mediterranean Sea, Adriatic Sea on either any side, either side. I don't care. Well, the good but, news is that we're loaded with Mediterranean food here. Yes. Like everywhere in Lebanese food. Yeah. So maybe we'll get some while you're here. Uh, yes. I yeah. It, huge fan. Yeah. Huge fan. Good. I gotta. I feel like there's one. I don't know. If I come up with something else in the episode, I I will bring it up at some point. <laughs> but I, as of right now, the first thing that comes to mind is the language. Which, folks, if you are trying to learn a language, let me let me just tell you, it is it is worth the work to learn it. Whatever you're doing, you at some point in your life, it might not be this year, next year. I don't know when, but I cannot tell you how many times I've just had the most random interaction with people where my Spanish all of a sudden becomes useful. And I'm so thankful that I have the language. Hmm. It is a skill that you will never regret that you have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there's my stick. For sure. Anyway, Blake. Okay. So at the beginning of 2020, 
I, I don't usually do this, and I don't know what co- I what compelled me to do this, but I picked a word. And my word was intentional. Um, so 2020 was intentional. I wanted to be intentional about where I was. I wanted to be intentional about who I was in relationship with. Uh, I wanted to be intentional about um, where, like, where my feet were. Like, I wanted to be in the moment intentional. And uh, and I think as I look back on it, and I was thinking about this actually yesterday. Um, I was like, gosh, I feel like I've failed my word. Hmm. Um, you failed your word. There's a personal connection to the word. I know. Hmm. Oh, there's a word. There's a personal connection to the word. The word be in Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> come on now. Preacher Stephen. Give me that. Uh, <laughs> but I, I was like, where have I been intentional in my life? Um, because I feel like I haven't been able to move uh, and do the things that I wanted to do this year. Mm, okay. Um, so I... I've seen 2020. I've been trying to see it in a positive way. At like, I've been trying to see it in a positive way by looking at it as a pause button. Like this okay. was a reset that I needed, especially coming out of the last season that I had. Um, so that's how I'm trying to view 2020. But with that, I failed to be intentional with the things that I felt like I should have been. Okay. Um, All right. But then yesterday it dawned on me. Uh, this pandemic has really helped my wife and I grow in our relationship. That's what's up. And it's built the intentionality um, between the two of us. And this is going to sound terrible, but this is a confession time. That's not what I expected when I thought of the word intentional. Hmm. Um, I thought like, that that was going to be an automatic thing. Okay. All right. That makes sense. So y- my my question was going to be, so like, you either a assumed that you didn't have to be intentional, like it would just automatically come right the territory. Right, okay, all right. right. I don't. Okay, like yep. we're with we're with each other all the time, so it's like the intentionality is going to be there no matter what. Sure, but learning how to navigate this pandemic together, learning how to uh, really adjust to each other's schedules because she works different schedules than me. Um, really. <laughs> Her learning how to deal with the messes that I make in the house. Uh, still don't know where the laundry hamper is. Uh, I just drop the clothes at the end of the bed, and they pile up. And no, it doesn't matter how many times she tells me to throw them in the hamper. I just leave them there. Sorry, babe. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just something that I don't do. But then on the other side. Freaking rock star Emily Wright. <laughs> yeah, Let's go. for real. But on the other side, like I've learned that the little things matter. Like, yeah. uh, so, and I might, I may have shared this before, but when we first got married, she was like, I love doing the dishes. I'll do the dishes every night. And then we got married and she's like, I hate the dishes. I don't ever <laughs> want to do the dishes. <laughs> like the dishes are the worst thing ever. Um, so then secret about me, I hate the dishes, uh, or fun fact about me. I hate the dishes, but I've learned how to love them because when I do them, uh, I know that my wife feels cared for. And so in the same way, like sweeping the floor, even though if it was my choice, because I'm a dude, uh, I really wouldn't care about sweeping the floor once a week. Once a month is good for me. But I know that it really like makes my wife feel cared for. So it's like I'm going to I'm going to sweep this thing, you know, once or twice a week. I'm going to make that happen. I'm not perfect. And she'd be the first one to put me on blast and be like, (laughs) look, sometimes it is once a month. But I've just learned that. 
that is what I needed in this reset. And also that's what the word intentional has carried this year for me. So it showed up in a way that I wasn't expecting it because I thought that it was going to be automatic and it, it, it proves that there was work that was a part of it. So there were arguments that <laughs> there were arguments that happened within the, the in between, but those were growing moments for us too. So, uh, yeah, man, that's that was good. That's the biggest. Well, man, I'm getting a little teary <laughs> over here. That was good. Jeez, that's the uh, that's the truth. I oh, I man. didn't expect it, but that's where it was. So, all right, yeah, Atta boy, Blake. Thanks, I'm proud of Thanks, you, Thanks, Steven. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, if anybody wants a cleaning job, uh, you just gotta sweep the floor once a week and do the dishes. Um, or maybe it can that's be our little secret. <laughs> one year, you want a little secret? Yeah, pro. Yeah, pro tip from uh, Blake Wright's cleaning service over here. Once a week, <laughs> not once a month, people. Yes, dudes, um, listen. If you want to get the girl of your dreams, you need to clean your room. Seriously, you need to wear a clean pair of boxes every day. Like <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you that right now. Like <laughs> I've been there, done that. Get yourself a clean pair of boxers. Quit making those suckers stretch for the week, all right? For the... W- <laughs> Whoa. Come on, Bro. Steven. You can't say that you've never done that. No. A never. Week? A week? Liar. Absolutely not. Liar. No. Okay. That's disgusting. I think the longest I've I'm gone sorry. is four no, days. I, like, four days. Okay. I've done I've, I've, I've done three to four. Okay. In, over the course of my lifetime. But not, not five to seven. Absolutely not. Oh man! I w- okay. So I like, haven't either, but I, went, I know so that there's people that have. I went to Boy Scout camp when I was in middle school and high school, and like we had some dudes in our troop that like they would just live in their swim trunks for the entire week. Like they changed them on Sunday for their swim tests, and then they just they wouldn't change. Oh, <laughs> just like oh, you're, I mean you're in the lake every day, all that, but like oh yeah. So as. That's kind of, that's the floor here. That's that is the what you could be. And as long as I'd say clean pair unless like okay, what if you shower at night? Mm. You put on a clean pair at night. Can you sleep in them and then you have to put on a new pair in the morning or can you still wear that same pair throughout the day? Mm. I don't know. Well, are you asking what I did? I'm asking what do you what do you think is I'm saying what, like what is you... socially acceptable? If you if you clean yourself and then you put on a clean pair the night before, can you wear those the next day? I, I'm a no for that. You're a no, no for that. Before okay. I was a yes all day because I used to shower at night. Okay. But now I'm a shower in the morning person and it is so crispy and clean. Okay. That's what's up. All right. Because okay. sometimes you sweat at night. Hmm. Okay. All right. That's fair. This, this I don't, is going in a weird direction. But sometimes, <laughs> sometimes sometimes you sweat in your sleep when you're having uh like dreams what that you're dreams running you and working out well actually mainly because my wife gets really cold and i get really hot at night so she yeah it's different different tangent so anyway i don't even know where we were before well, I th- so at this point i think moving <laughs> finally into looking forward to 2021 the last yes. bit that we got here we're turning the page steven attempting to turn the page here we're, we're putting on clean boxes this is your this year last segment <laughs> yeah <laughs> This is your this year. Is, this is my. This is gonna be my year. This is gonna be where I see all my dreams come true. I don't know what I've been told. I can't. But the pandemic it. is still yeah. gonna be here. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Who knows? I'm. Yeah. Anyway, I I think honestly for me, so, okay, some things that I do want to attempt at least for let's let's do these things 
to have better success in 2020. And these are things that I've been thinking about for like a month and a half now. I have realized that if I am in the same room as my phone and I don't have anything appointment-wise to do, I'm just going to always retract to my phone and get distracted by whatever social media might be Facebook, most, yeah, Twitter, most handy. Instagram. And I waste so much time doing that. It's ridiculous. Mm, yeah. And so what's your, what's your screen time? Have last, you looked the at last that? couple of weeks, it's been about three hours. Dude, that's good though. For me, that's bad. Really? That's really bad. Yeah. I average about four and a half. Jeez. Four and a half? A day, yeah. Bro. I, I mean, know. do you work well, on your phone at all? Yeah, that's, I was going to say. Listen, I know there are some people, if you work on your phone, that's one thing. I don't work on my phone, though. Oh. You know? So it's different. Hold on. Let me let me look. Sorry, this is a off tangent, but I got to I gotta check it out. Well, So, like, something that I really want to try and do. What, what am I at today? So, okay, I'm only I'm in an hour and 39 minutes for today. But granted, but I, you were driving. I was driving, so there's that. So daily but, average is three hours and 53 minutes, yeah. down 24% from Hey, last. look at that. So for me at least... I want to work in one room and then have my phone in a separate room. I'll check it. I don't know, just growing the discipline of, let's say, let's check it for uh, two minutes every hour. Is that really, that's all you need, you know? Because, I mean, there is a chance, sure, that you get the urgent phone call, but like, do you need it? Do you need your phone on you all the time just in case that one urgent thing happens? I think I'm growing more towards the, I don't think I need it on me all the time, hmm. you know? And then just a case in point, my, producti- my productivity plummets when you're on it when i'm on it yeah simply put yeah so honestly if that's my resolution for 2021 is just to be better about my boundaries with my phone that'd be fantastic like something that i did start doing in this fall that's really been helpful is that i put my phone in a different room when i go to bed so like my phone does not come into my bedroom at all when i go to bed that's like it's 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 me and my thoughts laying there doing whatever and that's (sighs) that's been great Conviction, because yeah. so here's the thing: that is my downfall. That's your downfall. You can bring your Emily, phone to bed. Yeah, Emily and I. That's our downfall. So we are, and I, we haven't talked about it, but we are that couple that will sit and watch YouTube together. Mm-hmm. Like that, we spend time together that way. Sounds weird. I get it. But like you watch the same YouTube video at the same time. No, or, or no. like you sit downstairs at the TV. Like we'll no. Or like when when we're in bed, we'll watch YouTube or. Uh, whatever like go on social media and and just scroll together yeah so like we we talk sometimes but other, <laughs> other times, times not just, yeah okay all right so yeah. i don't know and that's that's something where it's like i know it's not healthy but at the same time like we both enjoy it because it's at the end of the day like that's when we can actually i don't know unravel our day and we can chill out and that's how we wind down but i mean it's kind of like the one of the ways that I've learned how this is this is dude talk, but one of the ways that I've learned kind of how men talk, and I'm curious if this maybe translates into couples. I don't know. I'm just saying I learned it as to how to better communicate with guys. That's my point. Is that you kind of you communicate while looking at something, and you're both facing the same direction. That mm. because you don't have to face each other, it's easier to kind of sift through the small talk and the little. The, yeah. the smaller conversations versus like you have to like you're facing each other and you feel like yeah like it's formal intimate you got to like say all the deep things you can just when you're facing the same way looking at something that's almost like a distraction you can kind of have those more natural oh you see that what do you think about this yeah kind of hitter kind of conversations yeah that's that's just my take right so and sometimes there's nights where we're like we throw on i don't know tv and we hang out and we watch tv together and we we'll put the phones down but 
Yeah, putting them in our room, like that's the biggest downfall. But I've, I've been convicted because I've heard people in it's not just you, but also a lot of people that are like, yeah, we don't sleep with our phones in our room at all. And I'm like, shoot, man, somebody breaks in. Where's your phone? What are you going to do? Or I also think like, I don't have an alarm clock anymore. So if I need an alarm, what am I going to do? You know, I'm just not letting myself be paranoid about that, I guess. Yeah. Might no, sound, good for might, you. You might sound kind of harsh, but, but I mean, like, yeah, it's I don't just know. that's yeah. That's the that's the sorry I totally interrupted you. <laughs> totally interrupted you but it's that's okay no I, I needed to be interrupted that's it's all good <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's our downfall and then even getting on the phone in the morning that's yeah. oh my gosh man so I try to hit the Bible app right away but sometimes that doesn't always happen yeah so yeah no I I've, I've learned that like once I start scrolling in the morning like I take it it's a solid like because people like they will either text you or you get an email overnight that you didn't expect that you do need a reply to whatever. And so, like, I do find myself, like, I'll take, like, a solid 15 minutes just to sift through all that. Yeah. But what I've yeah. been trying to do is, all right, let's even just, like, pick up a book, tie it into scripture, pick up the daily text, do something. Mm-hmm. Just don't let the phone be the first thing. Yeah. You know? And then how many times convicting, too, like, like, when was the last time that you actually said, like, any kind of prayer or you, like, you took even, like, a minute just to say, like, all right, God, I need this like this is this is what I need most for whether that be compassion or patience or whatever. Like you just say that you said an intentional prayer to start your day. For me, I I don't know. I really yeah. don't know. You know, it happens throughout the day when I play catch up with my prayers. Mm. But when you actually intentionally, the word again, <laughs> start the day with some kind of like, all right, God, here we are, abiding in your presence in prayer. Yeah, I jeez. So that's so I'm not consistent with this, and that's where it drives me crazy. At some point in the morning, I do do a devotion. So it's not always the first thing, which that's what I want it to be. Like, I really got to get back to that. Like, I at the beginning of the pandemic, it was devotion in the morning, you know, praying, so on and so forth, then turn on the news and see what's going on. But now it's kind of been, I don't know, I'll wake up, I'll check my phone, go on Facebook, go fall asleep on the couch, (laughs) wake up, do my devotion. So, um, that happens for me, but it's not consistent, and that's what drives me absolutely bonkers. Yep. I know that there's not an order, and I know God's not going to punish me or be upset, but just in my opinion, if there isn't consistency and if it's not the first thing that I do, I just feel like I'm doing a disservice to uh, to God, and you know, I just I'm, I'm put off for the day. So I know that that's not something that's biblical. Like God's not going to shame me for it, but at the same time. Uh, it's just a personal thing that I feel, you know, but you're right. Like the, the intentionality piece, even, I don't know, even doing like the Bible app on my phone or the devotions on my phone can be distracting because yeah. notifications go off like crazy. Yeah, no, I would. So what I would do, and this is still living in Spain, 2020, but I had about a 15 ish minute bus ride to work every day. And so I would just, I would go into the back of the bus. Most of the people that I work with, they sat in the front and I would just put my phone in airplane mode and try to get through a devotional, you know, by let's say the second to last stop, you know? Yeah. And so that became a pretty decent habit. Like, all right, everybody else is on their phone anyway. Turn on airplane mode, airplane mode, huge. There's no Wi-Fi, so there's nothing going to come in and out. And then Mm. I can actually, I can read my screen and know that there's nothing else that's going to be coming in or out that I have to worry about. That's cool. Because I do think, like, and again, there there are a lot of cool things that you can find and 
use as a resource on your phone. Let's not yeah, let's not yeah. let's not turn it into the devil here. But the biggest thing is the self control that you ultimately lack, that I ultimately lack yeah. with separating the all right, here's everything that's productive and here's everything that's going to waste two hours of my day. Yeah. So Yeah. <laughs> cool. No, that's cool thoughts. I mean I I like it. And it, honestly, like if our are looking forward to twenty twenty one, maybe this is honestly <laughs> better than just a bunch of metaphorical, theoretical, hypothetical, whatever answers of, oh, I want to be better and do this, 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 like, yeah. maybe, you know what, folks, guess what? The phones aren't going away. So maybe our <laughs> 2021 preview is a little bit better phone habits. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's pretty useful. Yeah. How do you manage so. it better? I like that. Cause you're right. They're not going away. They're only getting better, bigger and brighter. So uh, that's a fact. Yeah. That iPhone 12 scares me in oh. the best of ways, but it just like, Man, it's a it, beautiful oh, thing. It is. A I'm, a, I'm a tech. What do you have again? Freak. You got 11. You know, Stephen. This is the part in the show where I tell everybody I have a 12 Pro Max. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, so, but, 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 listen, listen. I, okay, it's a nice phone. Oh, that's so. That's. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Stephen's just looking at. I'm looking at it. It's. It is nice. So here's the thing. Okay, I don't make a million dollars to where I can afford this thing. Like. Or I should say, afford this thing straight out. Yeah, I was the dude <laughs> that looked for the best flipping deal possible, and I actually held on to my last phone, which usually I don't do. I try to upgrade, but phones have just gotten so expensive that I haven't been able to. But I've held on to my phone long enough to where I got the top dollar for a trade in, and I got this sucker for three hundred bucks. So that's what's up. That's what's up. Three hundred versus. I think it was thirteen hundred. So I that's Come that's where I sit, people. I am that person that switched phone carriers for the deal. Um, there's no way you're gonna get me to pay full price for that. That's what's up. So um anyways. I'll say at this point, what what else is there anything? Uh, we've been talking for we've been going for I know. this is this oh is a goodness. long episode. So if you're uh if you're still with if you're us still here, here, yeah, the, you're the real MVP. Yeah. Well, so a couple things just on my end. Uh something that I'm looking forward to to 2021. Um I'm looking forward to viewing opportunity in a different way than I have before. Okay. And what I mean All by right. that is the opportunity that I think our opportunity as we know it is like it's it's there it's been presented in go ahead and grab it and take it right but i think if 2020 has taught us anything it's shown us that opportunity can be given and taken away in an instant yep so especially for the awaken project specifically the opportunity that we have in a different way to um influence and impact people for the gospel uh is is going to be a creative process. Mm -hmm. So what is that process? What does it look like? How do we create it? How do we come up with it? So um, that's what I'm looking forward to. Like, I I love creating, and something that I started doing over 2020 quarantine was making some YouTube videos. Some of them were really bad. Some of them were decent. Um, but I, I made them nonetheless, and I really enjoyed it. I found that I absolutely loved it. So I want to, I don't know, continue stepping out in that opportunity, which is one that I didn't think that would I would hold on to. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's that's it. But then also, okay, so this is like a minor one. This is just a little one. Okay. Abby from from an open house podcast, once upon a time, like came to my house way back in the day 
and she saw that it had like a bunch of devotionals mm. and she's like Blake, so which devotional's your favorite? And I'm like, well, uh, I like this one, and I like that one, and I like this one, but I don't know. I just kind of bounce around. And she's like, well, how many of them have you actually done all the way through? And I was like, none. And she goes, well, why don't you just start with one and actually like stick to one devotional and do it all the way through the year? Hmm. And I'm like, wow, that's a thought. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who would have thunk of that one before? Oh. <laughs> right. So I got a devotional that I want to try to stick with as much as possible every day throughout 2021. Nice. We'll see what happens. But 2021, I'm coming for you with a devotional life. Yep. Yeah, I, um, one of the things that I asked for Christmas was, so the Gospel Coalition, they had a sweet deal on Instagram. This, is, this was a productive Instagram moment, but they were selling New Testament scripture journal sets for 50% off. Ah. So I got the entire New Testament in scripture journals, $50. What? Which is a freaking steal. That's so I am, pretty dope, I'm dude. thrilled about that. And so some of the things that I want to go back and take notes on, so a bunch of Tim Keller sermons that I listened to over quarantine – um, Nate Hoff, I've plugged him, I don't know how many times in the last couple <laughs> weeks. Um, he has a fantastic series on his, uh, I believe it's Trinity San Pedro's uh, video section of Lunchbox Ephesians. I want to go through with my scripture journal in Ephesians and actually like, take really, really meticulous notes on that particular section. Because like you've got one page of scripture and then the other side is completely open for notes. Mm. And so I don't want to just like, oh, here's a line here. Here's a quick note. I mean, sure, like something's better than nothing. But like, I feel like if I've got all that space and you've got a decent amount of space within the margins of the text too to write stuff, like let's fill this in. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, and like it's I, it's a really nice set. Like I told my mom, like I'm probably going to have the scripture journal set in my coffin. Like I'm taking this to my grave. That's I hope cool. so. Yeah. Either that or I'll photocopy everything, take the originals with me, and then everyone else can have my Your copies. Yeah, have my copies. Or yeah, or I will photoc I will take the 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 photocopies and then someone else can put them in a not a museum. I'm nowhere I'm no one's gonna want my <laughs> stuff Smithsonian. in a museum. no one's gonna want any of my stuff in a Smithsonian, but maybe my I kids. Know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But anyway, no, I'm hoping to either use that. The other thing That's that cool. another small thing that so, Blake, you had your nice opportunity bit. Loved it. Something else that I'm looking forward to, I think you'll appreciate this one, return to live music and concerts. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. So I think it's Come time. On. And also, like, quick shout-out to if you are anyone that knows knows someone or is in the live music, Broadway, uh, theater, scene. whatever, that scene, live, live entertainment, yeah. you guys are stupid underrated when it comes mm. to the work that you do. Yes. We appreciate you. I don't think anyone I don't think nearly enough people realize all the shows that were binged, all the any time that you put on Hamilton, on Disney Plus, whatever, that people had to train, work hard to put out that production at the level that it was produced. Mm-hmm. They need to be paid to. And so yeah. I hope, I hope, I hope that we are able to return to a level where uh, this is kind of the new normal that I was getting at a little bit earlier, where we maybe have in this whatever our new normal is, part of that is that we have a higher level of respect for those that are in the arts. Yeah. So for sure. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Before we wrap this sucker up, we've already gone long enough. Okay. We're over an hour. Yep. Uh, I 
and, and I didn't speak to you about this one, but oh no, I want to know. All right. Okay. All right. And I know that it's kind of been weaved in, but what is happening in 2021 with the Awaken Project? All right. So 2021, starting next week, actually, I'm going to be working full time to get the gap year program up and running. So that's going to be my full time gig. Hopefully, we'll be actually taking in some type of salary by February. That's the goal. Uh, we're going to have this. So the video that we talked about earlier with Quake shown at definitely the virtual event. It'd be nice to have it at their in-person event, but definitely the virtual event to start recruiting students from that field. Um, by September, we'll have the program up and running. But in the meantime, so that's actually setting up, you know, uh, bank accounts, getting promotional materials all set forward and just building an organization. Something, too, that I was thinking about was, you know, making sure that we've got job descriptions laid out well, that we've got accountability in terms of higher up leadership, people beside us who are networking, like all of that kind of stuff. Every little thing that you can think of in terms of how a company, a, a, a well-oiled company is going to run, we need to build that, yep. you know. And so, hey, by the grace of God, we have made it this far. And so by the grace of God, we will hopefully continue, continue on, on yeah, with that. And, yeah. and we're able to you know, learn from all these people that have so graciously offered their time, their prayers, their, their any kind of resource for mm -hmm. this project. And so just actually getting a hold of those people, putting pen to paper in a lot of ways and seeing this thing come to life in maybe not the flashiest ways, but necessary ways. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm, I'm pumped up, man. I think, uh, look out, be on the lookout for the video that we're going to put out, but, uh, just how, Stephen has worked so hard to to develop what this program is going to look like come the fall. Um, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm like, geez, man, whoever gets to be a part of this is going to be blessed. It's going to be a great time. Uh, with that too, though, the the podcast is going to continue on as well. This is still going to be an outlet for us. We're still going to do our best to uh, make it the the greatest thing ever. Well, the best, uh, at least the best that we can do for the sure. The best that we so, can do, yeah. yeah. And we, I think that's. This is a part that the podcast, it hasn't fallen to the wayside, but at the same time, I think we've been so focused on uh, becoming an official organization that this hasn't had our full attention. Well, I mean, it shows in our numbers. Like, yeah. we're not doing as well right now numbers-wise as we have right. in the past. Right. So, I Be mean... Hopefully, we, we there is another upswing, and that we can we eventually we can learn how to focus. What we can give the podcast its necessary attention, yes. and then we can give, yeah, you know, the other side of this thing, the yeah. gap year program, the attention it deserves as well. Yeah, so we're learning still too. And I think yeah, and I think uh, I don't know if it's going to happen for sure yet, but uh, it'd be cool for Stephen and I to have our own separate shows in addition to this show. If you want to listen so. to us even more, <laughs> even more, we're gonna have yeah. we're gonna have it out for you. Yes. So we'll and see. Stay tuned on that one. And uh, we're still gonna continue to grow the Awaken Project podcast network. Um, so, with that said, if you're somebody who's interested in podcasting and you got some ideas, we'd love to hear from you. Um, shoot us shoot us an email at theawakenproject.us at gmail.com. We'll go over that all in a second, but yep. that's uh, that's just a little bit about where we're headed come 2021 the lord willing uh and i think that it's going to be an exciting year for us i think that god has really shown us a lot of things through this past year through 2020 uh even with 2019 like i didn't man i feel like 2019 was yesterday um, it also feels like 10 years ago i gotta be honest <laughs> 
For me, that's it feels sweet. like yesterday, but I think that's because I've been in the country the whole time. That's fair. So that's for that's you, true. you've been you've been in different different places. But, but yeah, I li- I think back to well a year ago. Yeah, December 29th a year ago. I was actually, oh uh, gosh, no, wait a minute. You were in Spain. No, I was still. I'm sorry. No, I was in the United States a year ago today. Okay, in a a year ago from next week, oh, January 5th is okay. when I got back. But like. Thinking about okay. like, like I just I got off the plane. I actually went and got dinner with a buddy, and we just we went and got Venezuelan food, and then played darts. It was a great way to get back into to get back in Spain. I'm thinking like, oh yeah, like here round two had no idea about how big. Like I think I'm trying to think of the first time that I heard about the coronavirus, hmm. and I think I heard about it in like mid January. I was gonna say maybe like that's okay. Like China's got some issues. And then all of a sudden, it bounced over to Italy. And then as soon as the first case popped up in Spain, that's when I was like, oh, boy, mm. maybe we're in trouble here. But yeah. then even then, like like the day that they shut down schools, and this is honest, this is honestly one of the biggest, I don't want to say setback. Here's another one. A setback that I, I, I regret. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say, I regret. I did not formally say goodbye to my students in Spain because I thought I was going to be able to eventually later in the year. I didn't think the pandemic would last that long. And so I just was working. I had a break the one day, like the period before I was going to get on the bus. And I was thinking, oh, maybe I should go around to the classrooms and just say a little something. I was like, yeah, no, I'm going to be late for the bus. I'll just go wait for it. So I did. I chose that, but I didn't actually get any formal closure with my students. And that's probably Mm -hmm. my biggest regret from that year. Yeah. So. Yeah. We don't have to include that, but (laughs) this is just something that popped up. This is eventing. Yeah. Yeah. I regret that I have is that I didn't journal this year. Mm. I should have journaled the pandemic. Yeah, dude, ah. something. Yeah. So, anyways, anyways, I I thought that you left the right after Christmas for some reason, but no, I I let's see, I got back Christmas Eve. I got back Christmas. Oh, I got yeah, back Christmas yeah, yeah, Eve, yeah, yeah. and then I left January. I think it was January. Wasn't it the? Th- I feel like fourth, it was. I don't know. Third or fourth, one of those. Whatever. Whatever. But, um, yeah. God's doing some things, and we're we're along for the ride. We're, we're pumped st- for it. We're, we're still ready for here. It. We're still here. So if you uh, if you've stuck with us, if you <laughs> if you sucked with us, hopefully <laughs> hopefully you <laughs> hopefully you have not sucked with us. Hopefully you have risen above <laughs> this <laughs> level of suck. If you've stuck with us uh, this whole show, we really appreciate it. Uh, just a couple of things as we wrap up. We want to remind you that we are uh, officially a five hundred one c three nonprofit. Um, so if you are interested in supporting this show and just the Awaken Project as a whole, uh, we would love to have a conversation with you. You can shoot us an email at theawakenproject.us at gmail.com. But thank you so much. Uh, once again, we are officially a 501c3. So if you are interested in partnering with the Awaken Project, uh, please shoot us an email at theawakenproject.us at gmail.com. We'd love to have a conversation with you about what that could look like. Uh, also, check out the social medias. That's something that we need to tune up. Uh, we've been saying that forever. You go back to well, now, like our I mean, fifth well, show, our 20th show. I mean, now that we will have somebody that's paying attention to those yeah, true. full-time, hopefully they make a difference. Yeah, so not that yeah, my yeah. social media skills are all that great. Oh, but they're about I, to be. I think, they're about to be. I think our biggest problem is just we just don't pay attention to them. Yes. I think that's our biggest thing. But yeah. anyways, yep. if you haven't, go give us a like on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. The email's out there, too. 
Uh, if you got the personal digits, shoot us a text call, whatever that works to. Yes. And otherwise, we've said it like four times, but thank you so much <laughs> for bearing with us. In the next episode, whichever one you, whatever you listen to next, will definitely not be this long. So yes. Look forward to that. Otherwise, we're going to wrap this sucker up right now. Yes. Episode Mine, 40. Episode 40. That's what this is. Let's go. 2021. 2021, Kay. January 1st. Boom. Okay. So. Without further ado, my name is Steven. And I'm Blake, and this has been the Awakened Project Podcast. Have a great New Year's Day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>